Hey, good Wednesday morning, everyone. Kip Harrods here with your daily VRA investing video cast. Hope you're having a good day today. Uh, ugly start to the morning, uh, but this is, you know, again, uh, if, if we are seeing an attempt at a bottom here, this is what you want to see, a, a market that opens sharply lower and then reverses higher. Even when you have the kiss of death, Jay Powell speaking before Congress today and tomorrow, Senate today, House tomorrow, so far so good. Uh, big reversal overnight. Futures down four or five hundred points. Dow right now, as I speak, is uh, fairly positive, but positive. Nasdaq's up forty points. So we've seen a, a nice, a nice reversal higher. Again, last Thursday was key, we think, because we hit extreme oversold on so many metrics. Right, not just internally with our VR investing system, uh, which we hit extreme oversold, which over eighteen months has, has been a great indicator of a reversal move in the other direction, either from overbought or oversold. But we had, as we've been sharing with you, five, six, seven different uh, analytical, you know, kind of uh, metrics that we look at to say this market is so oversold. You know, when you have two percent of the S and P five hundred above its fifty-day moving average, you just don't, you just don't see that often. Like <laughs> we've seen it uh, three times, I think, in twenty years. So numbers like that that tell you <clears throat> this has gone too far. Yeah, we're in a bear market. Yeah, we may be in a recession, although we don't see that. But for right now, this is this has gone too far. And uh, again, this is the worst month of the year in the midterm year, June. But guess what's about to happen here? Just in the next few days, uh, midweek, next week, this month ends. And then we get into end of month and end of quarter, window dressing, equity fund inflows, which continue to be sizable, share buybacks, again, record level this year, over $1.2 trillion in share buybacks. That'll be another all-time record. And now insiders are buying their own stock at an aggressive rate that typically, again, marks a bottom. So, you know, look, we've got all the all the indicators here that point to uh, this should be a bear market rally of size and scope. That's how we're playing this here. Uh, <clears throat> also, over the weekend, I wrote about this this morning. See, some very interesting this weekend happened um, with the if you watch any of the Saturday and Sunday shows, the, the political talk shows. We had a number of Democrats, uh, leading Democrats, that came out and started talking serious shit about about uh, uh, Joe Biden and Team Biden. And you may have caught this. Leading voices in the Dem Party that are look to be having a wake-up call. And they know what's about to happen in the midterms. Losses of 50, 60, 70, 80, who knows, 100 seats, right? Uh, Hillary Clinton came out. Van Jones came out. Bill Maher came out. Uh, Jim Clyburn in South Carolina big, big Biden backer, probably responsible for Biden winning uh, throughout the South when he overtook uh, Bernie. And um, there was one more. Who's the other? Um, another big name. Oh, uh, Jim Carville, who got Bill Clinton elected. So they all came out and very direct comments, very direct comments directly pointed to Joe Biden and his uh, his, his commie, uh, commie staff that he has working for him that the, the left has abandoned the mainstream, that they, they, they're backing bizarre policy, bizarre strategies that, that aren't helping the American people, uh, that many, as, as Jim Clyburn said, are already in a recession right now and need help. They don't need to be talking about wokeism, transgenderism. They don't need to be talking about uh, 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 climate change. They need to be talking about getting oil prices down, gas prices down, getting inflation down helping the American people with what they really need help with. Otherwise, it's going to be a shellacking come November. So these are their words. I think that could be a tell. Maybe there's finally, inside the Dem Party, who's been moving so far at lockstep, 
with, with Joe Biden and his team of communists. Maybe there's now a wake-up call. They're like, you know what? <clears throat> the, the worst, the, these are the worst ever, okay? It just so happens the worst two shellackings in midterms have come with Democrat presidents. Uh, first, uh, number one is Barack Obama. Uh, Obama lost, I want to get this right here. Obama in 2010 lost 63 House seats, right, over Obamacare. And then Slick Willie, Bill Clinton, in 1994 lost 54 seats over Hillary Care, both over uh, trying to uh, socialize our healthcare system. And, you know, uh, again, I talked to Wayne Ruth this morning. Wayne says, yeah, it could be 60, 70, 80 seats. He thinks it's more like 50 because of vote rigging. He says blue, blue states are essentially lost. But, and he puts nothing past them, and like an October surprise of, of some kind. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, again, most people believe this is going to be a, a meltdown for the Dem Party. And the good news there, folks, it's only four and a half months away. So I think the markets are starting to discount that as well. Because there's one thing, two things I'll point out. Number one, if it's going to be a Republican landslide, we know the markets love gridlock in D.C. Historically speaking, it's one of the best times to invest when, when nothing gets done. Right? Get out of our way. Let us do what we do best. Build companies, hire people, and move our GDP forward. The other thing we know is that beginning right after the midterms, that's one of the best years to be an investor, period. So we've got a lot of analytics pointing to, yeah, this has been a terrible year. Brutal bear market, our third and fourth year in four years. But this is now when the smart money starts uh, picking, you know, starts looking for opportunities for investments you want to hold for the next five, 10 years or longer. And I think that's where we are. That's what we're doing here at the VRA. Um, also pointed out this morning, and I find this, I may be the only person that finds, finds this interesting. I don't even think Tyler really finds this interesting. I do. If for some reason, th this has been interesting to me from, the, the, from last February. Beginning last February, again, if you've been watching uh, these uh, video casts with me here, you already know what I'm going to say probably. Beginning last February, the leaders at that time, all of a sudden their stock prices started just started plummeting, right? Kathy Wood's ARC Fund, okay? Again, all of these topped in February of 21, folks, right? Many, 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 over, well over a year ago. Kathy Wood's ARC Fund, XBI, the biotech ETF. We focused on these charts this morning. Pull up a chart and look at them. IPO, which is the uh, Renaissance IPO ETF. These are all high flyers. And uh, the other thing that topped in February 21 was China, the K-Web. K-Web is the Chinese internet ETF. All of these topped in February 21 and then began to implode. All of them went down more than 60% in total before bottoming. All of them bottomed on May 12th. Okay? K-Web was a bit sooner. But they all fell 60 to 70%. And now they've held their lows, and now they're moving higher. We call it, I call it like accounting, right? First in, first out, FIFO. That's what's happening here. They were the first to go into a bear market. So far, they've been the first to come out and hold their lows when everything else has violated those May 12th lows. These have not. And now they're moving higher. Uh, I also find it very interesting, and I've made this point before as well. The dot-com blow-up took the NASDAQ down 77% from 2000 to 2002, Right? Kathy Wood's ARC Fund, from February 21 to the lows of May 12th, took that fund down 77%. Sound familiar? K-Web, the China Internet Fund, went down 78% over the exact same time frame, looking at the same like 16-month time frame. 
and then they all made historic bottoms and then led the way higher. By the way, if you didn't know this, K-Web, again, the China Internet Fund ETF, since the, the, the lows of mid-March, is now up 70%. What is that? March, three months? 70%. Again, after imploding, 78% uh, over the last year and a half. So I find those interesting. We'll keep tracking it here. We're always looking for... Signs of uh, <clears throat> early signs of a bottom, like the market tells signals that, that 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 tell you something's happening beneath the surface here. That looks interesting to us. Okay, folks, uh, the internals are pretty good today. Uh, again, even when the market was ugly this morning, internals are holding up. We're still looking for a big bear market rally here, uh, and then we get out of this month of June. We get into a, a really good period, uh, analytically speaking, historically speaking, of going into the midterms and. Uh, and, and uh, hopefully have this bottom in place pretty soon. But I think most stocks have bottomed. And we're, we are buyers here. Um, and we just got to get to the midterm. Four and a half months, praise Jesus, four and a half months, we can uh, kick a lot of these communists out of office and get America back on the right track. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate you watching. Have a great day. See you at the close today for our Viewer Investing Podcast. And back here again tomorrow morning about this time. Have a good one. Bye-bye.